servant to the most wonderful real estate podcast ever, the show that gives you the lowdown on how to become a successful real estate entrepreneur with more than 30 years of experience. America's top female real estate investor one is an expert in financial freedom and turning dreams into realities. Now's your chance to become a Dwandonaire with the help of Dwan. Here's to a flaming hot foreclosure market with the help of Dwan. Cheers. Hey, hey, welcome to the most wonderful real estate podcast ever. So I've been podcasting from my living room and today I'm actually sitting up on the back of my couch it feels a little wobbly. So I'm hoping, <laughs> ah, I'm hoping that my fat butt doesn't like crash this couch. If it does, we'll catch it on camera. How funny would that be? I want some new furniture anyway. I told Bess I'm so tired of the stuff that we have. So I don't know. But I'm already up here now and the camera's already rolling. So this is me coming to you from my living room and from the back of the couch because <sighs> I wanted to sit. All right, so I'm so excited. It's November, officially, officially in the fourth season. Ah, <sighs> 2008 to 9, 9 to 20, 19, 18, I mean 19 to 20, 20 to 21, and it's officially, 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 I'm into my fourth season. Gosh, darn, can you guys believe it? It has been so great. It has been such a joy and a pleasure coming to you. Okay, sitting on the back of my couch not, might not have been my best idea. It's got like a kind of a sharper edge than I thought. Okay. Well, we're going to make it work. Oh my God, I hope I don't fall off. <laughs> I had to step on a chair to get up on the back of this couch for real. Ah! All right. So, I'm just so excited. I'm so excited to be here with you guys. I'm just so excited to officially, I don't, uh, I'm just officially announcing this is the beginning of the fourth season. In October, I don't know the exact date that my first one came out, so we're calling this the official fourth season. So, uh, I'm Dwanvin Twyford, America's most sought after real estate investor. This is the most wonderful real estate podcast ever. And I've got 10 shows a month now coming out. So, just subscribe and follow me and find me and just be a part of all the excitement. We just, we are all about helping you be successful. So I'm gonna do something a little bit different. There's five Tuesdays. Well, first, let me read a five-star review. Okay, let's see here. All right, so this one says, five stars. It says, great lady Dwan Bent Twyford. Dwan is so thoughtful, kind, and helpful. She has great guests and a broad range of topics, and her contents are really enjoyable. Recommend who wants to, recommended who wants to improve their real estate investment. Dwan is such a blessing to the world, a true powerhouse of inspiration, powerful tools, insights, and ideas. I just love how different Dwan's advice really is. It's actually practical. Aww. 
Oh, hang on. Okay, that's right. This one went over, it rolled to a second page. So thank you, Bessie. This was like, I, I think this might have been my favorite one ever. It's long and it's really sweet. And I like that you said I have great guests. I have a broad range of topics. It's recommended to people that want to improve their investing. It's a blessing to the world. A true powerhouse of inspiration, powerful insight tools, and ideas. I love how different Dwan's advice is. It's actually practical. There you go. So I'm actually practical, and I love that. And my advice is good, if I have to say so myself. Just ask me. I will give my advice to you anytime. <laughs> I have no problems sharing my advice. All right, so this is not going to work for me sitting up on the back of that couch. Oh, hang on a minute. Okay. Bring my camera down a little bit. Ooh, it's good to sit up there, but gosh darn, it's a little bit too, um, you can see the edge right there, that top edge. It's a little bit too, uh, too firm of a piece of wood for my tushy. All right, so this month uh, I'm in a podcast in my living room I probably through December too because I really liked doing last month up here in my living room and I just like to like invite you guys into my home and all right, sorry if this makes any noise Move that mic a little further away since I got back off the back of the couch um I think every neighbor I have today lit a fire <laughs> because all I can smell is smoke. It's like, all right, people, come on now. Everybody's killing my sinuses here today. There's just fireplaces everywhere. I will be making some fireplaces uh, probably in December. This house will be all decorated up for Christmas. And I've never been able to show you my house decorated at Christmas time because I'm always podcasting downstairs in my office. So I'm going to do uh, all of November and then December here so you can see how crazy the Twipers do Christmas. It would really be beautiful. It would really be beautiful. We always have the best tree. And uh, last year, our grandkids even went around and they cut down some little trees and drug them up here. That's kind of how this whole thing started over here. We had our big tree, and then the grandkids cut down uh, three little trees. And then we had the big tree and three little trees, and we decided to make it a Santa's village which led to all of that. And we decided to keep our little Santa's Zilch up year-round. Because that's how much we love the holidays. All right, now this month of November, I'm going to do something a little bit different. And when I tell you, I want you to go like, oh, I don't want to hear that. I'll just come back in, um, in December. Every single show, at the end of every show, I talk about uh, one of the five equities of life, and I give us an assignment. And even though during shows, I've talked about what the five equities are and why I use those, and I've given lots of examples, I've never actually taken the time to explain and give lots of food for thought for each of the equities. Okay, so I'm going to do the five equities of life for the five weeks of November, the five Tuesdays of November. And we're going to go into detail about each one, and we're going to brainstorm and see what we can come up with. Okay, has everybody got that? Yep, okay, good. So I'm starting off with financial, because, you know, everyone always wants to talk about money. 
But when I'm talking about the equity of finances, I'm not necessarily talking about how much money do you make. I'm interested in what do you do with your money? Okay, do you spend it on stupid stuff? Do you donate any of it to charity? Do you tithe? Um, do you help people with the money that you have? I think one of the biggest things I always hear people say to me is, oh, when I start making money, I'm going to give so much money to charity. I'm going to do so many good things for people. And my thing is, why do you have to wait until you start making money? Well, Dawn, you don't know. My time, I, my money, I barely have two cents left over at the end of every paycheck. Well, there's your first problem. Stop working paycheck to paycheck, become a real estate investor. Now, if you do work paycheck to paycheck, that's okay. You can still do things and help other people without having to spend a ton of money. Like you could even take something as simple. So we're just talking about things that we could do financially. So financially, of course, is making money, which is why we podcast and talk about real estate investing, because I want everyone to make more money. Mm. Hot tea with a smidge of Bailey's in it for the fourth season. Okay. So... You can do other things. You could take like your furniture and you could take it down to uh, Goodwill or you could uh, call your local church and see if there's a single mom that would like to have a new living room set. You could pay it forward and bless somebody else with things that you have. You can take your clothes. I go through my clothes once a year now. I used to never. I would keep all my clothes till the end of time. And now I go through all my clothes when the seasons change. So like anything you see me wearing this winter is either new or I actually wore it last winter. So I'm keeping it. And I donate clothes, a lot of clothes. There's a place up here in the mountains that has clothes for, um, well, for women, kids, men, but people that are job hunting and just things like that. So you could donate your clothes. Um, if you're going to get some new appliances, you could donate your old ones. If you're going to get a new car, there's all kinds of places you can donate cars and they help, a lot of them help like abuse women and people with domestic violence and things like that. You could call the YWCA or the YMCA and see if they have work programs and could you donate something, a computer or something to help a person. Um, the homeless shelters, all the homeless shelters have work programs. So the people that sign up for these work programs, they, um, now the way the one works here is they're guaranteed a, a room, they're guaranteed a bed every night and they have job interviews set up every day. So they get a shirt, maybe a jacket or a tie, some decent pants, and they're guaranteed to get a bed and a shower. Now, at our homeless shelter, and I did not know this about homeless shelters until a couple years ago, they get a shower, but they have no toiletries. Like, no toiletries. There's no shampoo, conditioner, soap, toothbrush, toothpaste, razor, nothing. It's just a shower. And, and maybe a towel, I think. And so, once I knew that, I was like, well, gosh, you know. So, that first year that I found that out, I went to the dollar store. And I bought, I got a bunch of baggies, and I got like 50 tubes of toothpaste, 
50 toothbrushes, little shampoos, little conditioners, little shaving creams. I just made little um, toiletry bags and I took them down to the homeless people. And I, now for me personally, I go hand them out. I know a lot of people, if you've never been around a homeless shelter, uh, it can be scary. The first couple times I went, I was a little bit afraid because I know that there's a lot of drug dealing and stuff going on and I wasn't really sure like if I was safe. And But once you go and you get to know people, you're like, oh, these are like some of the greatest people. It's where we always, every year, we take coats and clothes and so many toiletries and socks and so many things. So you might only have $20. And you go, I've got 20 bucks. What can I do to financially help another person? Go to the dollar store and put together like 10 or 15 or 20 little packs with a toothbrush and toothpaste and a tiny shampoo and conditioner. Something like that, a little bar of soap. Like there's a lot of little things that people can do. Okay, now uh, tithing, everyone should tithe 10% of your income. And the Bible says that if you'll tithe, God will bless your tithes. Uh, in fact, Malachi 3.10 says, I think if you tithe 10% uh, of your first fruits, God says he'll keep your storehouse overflowing, like that you can't contain it. Overflowing. So tithing, so we tithe with a good heart. We say, hey, Lord, here's my tithe. I'm so happy to give a tithe this month. And maybe you're, I met a girl not long ago in the clothing store. And I, it's so funny how God brings people to your path. And I looked over the counter because she was reading very intensely, and she was reading the Bible. And I was like, hey, what are you, what are you reading there? And she's like, oh, you know, I'm, I just got saved. I'm a new Christian, and I want to start tithing. But if I tithe 10% of my income, I can't pay all my bills and buy food and everything. And, I, and she's the Bible says I should tithe 10%. And, I, and so I talked to her. I said, well, look, I mean, I, I'm not God, but I feel like if you can tithe ten dollars because the whole thing about tithing is to tithe with a good heart not to be like oh here's my money like tithing with a good heart and i said then god will give you more sales so i i shopped from her that night and spent quite a bit of money and then you'll get you can tie twenty dollars and then you can tie thirty dollars and you know, the point is to tithe and just keep doing it until you can tithe ten percent and then you know after that there's no harm in tithing twenty or thirty or forty percent like whatever you want you know whatever amount you want so when I'm talking about the equity of financial, it is obviously making money because I'm teaching you to be a real estate investor so you can make more money, but it is also what can we do with the money that we have? I don't think you need to be going to strip joints and throwing away all your money. I don't think you need to be spending your money on pornography. I don't think you need to spend your money on drugs and alcohol and cigarettes and stuff like that. Take the money that you have and do good things with it. And if you don't have actual money, then like I said, donate things, do some things. There are many things that you can do financially that will bless you and bless other people. And when you do something really cool for another person, it does bless you. Every time I go through my clothes, and sometimes I don't even have price tags. If I bought it and I don't wear it for a whole year, then I take it to some place, even a homeless shelter, because there's women that are on the work programs too. And and I know everything I buy is nice, you know. So I'm always trying to help anybody in any way. And maybe you have a neighbor that's like, oh, I need a new mattress. And they can't afford 400 bucks for a mattress. 
So instead of saying, oh, I'm going to pray for you, for someone to bring you a mattress, you go get it and you give it to them. So when you see other people that are praying for their wants and their needs and their needs, not their wants, because the want is, oh, I want a $100 million house and need is, hey, I need a solid house, you know, a new roof over my head. So I think when I'm talking about financial, I'm really talking about any way that you can receive money for working. Like we, you know, we get paid for the problems that we solve. So as real estate investors, we get paid for the problems that we solve. But also, how do you pay it forward? And you don't have to have a ton of money to pay it forward. I mean, honestly, when I hear people say like, oh, when I start making money, I'm really going to do good things. It just makes me kind of cringe. It's like, you know what? How about doing good things with a little bit? God says when you're good with a little, he'll give you a lot. So how about doing good with a little and then working your way up from there? So when we're talking about the equity of financial and finances, it's always about what good can we do with the things that God has blessed us with. Okay? So not how much money can I make as quick as possible because I'm taking advantage of people. No. That is not how it works around here. We do good and good things happen back to us. And we help people in need and we don't just throw stuff out. We recycle things to people that need things. And if you go through your house right now, I guarantee you there's a hundred items you could pass forward to somebody that doesn't have any of those. I recently just cleaned out my pantry. <laughs> ah, my husband was out of town. I can't throw anything away when he's in town because he's like a hoarder. And he noticed, if I take something like off that mantle, he notices when one thing is missing. So he was out of town and went through the pantry. And I was like, why do we have three toasters? Like, who needs three toasters? Well, because we changed the colors of the appliances. And I'm like, why are these here? So I got toasters and a couple of coffee makers and a Keurig, like a nice one. Because we don't drink coffee. And for the few times I have people that drink coffee, they could use a Mr. Coffee Pot for 10 bucks. And so much food and so much stuff. I had eight boxes. I mean boxes. I have someone help me carry them to the car. I have stuff that I, I recycled back to people. I had some stuff in a box and I got a couple of uh, Christmas presents that were things I don't use and they're still in the box. So I took them to a place up here that has furniture and appliances and things that they give mostly to single moms. Because remember, I was a single mom, so like I get it. And I would love to have had like a toaster in a toaster oven in a box. That would have been like, holy cow, this is amazing. Instead of buying like the $5 toaster that's on sale. And so you have things. You all have things. We all have things. Every time Bill goes out of town, I've been doing this for about, oh, I don't know, this last year. I clean out one of our closets because we have so many. This house is so big. We have 7,000 square feet. We have a lot of closets. He literally keeps everything. I've gone through the closets, the coats, the shoes, the boots, the snow coats, his clothes, my clothes. I, last time I got rid of three bags of his clothes. He does not even know that they're missing. He has a bunch of suits. I took 10 down to the homeless shelter. He doesn't even know they're missing. You know why? Because he hasn't worn suits in a decade, but he won't throw anything away. So, shh. If you hear this and you see Bill, do not tell him his stuff is missing. <laughs> So always be mindful. And even if it's something like giving someone a $10 subway card, 
anything that you can do with your money that's good, just do that. So when the equity is financial, think about what good can I do with a lot or a little or things I have that I could pay it forward. Okay, so that's what the financial equity is all about. All right, so hit me up at dwonderful.com for four free ebooks or at Dwonderful on Facebook, Instagram, Dwontastic on TikTok. And we'll be back next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. And remember, the truth is in the red letters. Ciao. Thank you for dropping by to the most wonderful real estate podcast ever, making real estate investment wonderful each and every time. Or for more information on how to make your, your real, real estate, estate dreams, dreams a reality, reality, keep an eye on dwonderful.com and be sure to become a member.